all pray together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever, amen.
things and all that's above Praise Him, you angels and heavenly hosts Let the whole earth praise Him Praise Him, the sun, moon and bright shining stars Praise Him, you heavens and waters and skies Let the whole earth praise Him
Yeah. 
currently with our Hetfield theme, our Hetfield sessions. And last week, Pastor Louis at Hetfield Christian Church, he was talking about saying yes to purpose. Today, we would like to speak about saying yes to strength. What does it mean when we're saying yes to strength? I am reminded of the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. And these are the words that it says in the New King James Version. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Why does Paul say these words? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul was in 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 chains when he wrote this, and in this time he was he was writing this letter to the to the to the Philippian congregation, and he was. He was encouraging them and he was saying thank you to them because of their support towards him in chains and being in a, in a Roman, under Roman guard in the house. He was really not in a good place, but he could write these words. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Perhaps this morning you are in a place where you are thinking, I do not have the strength to continue. I, I cannot continue in my in my condition where I'm feeling ill, I cannot continue in my family situation, I cannot continue to go on in my financial setup, I am not in a good place. I am studying and I cannot continue to study, I am not able to do any more. And yet Paul writes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He felt that he was encouraged enough to continue even when circumstances were not good, even when his setup was not that easy. I'm reminded of the direct Greek translation of that verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It, al- it also says this, um, if you have to take the direct meaning of, of that verse, it doesn't only say I can do all things, through Christ who strengthens me. It also says I can endure all things. I can do all things as I also endure all things. Meaning that it's not when perfect circumstances are in place where we have strength and where we can continue. Sometimes you feel that, you know, I I am overwhelmed, but for today, I just need the strength to do what I need to do. And I feel that the Lord this day that he speaks to us about this verse, saying yes to strength, it has to do so much with us depending on the Lord. Coming to a place where we say, Lord, it's no longer possible for me in my own strength to carry these responsibilities. To do all this, it's just not possible. The world that we live in, it screams at us every single day. Who do you think you are? The world continues to scream and say, who do you think you're going to be? What do you think you're here for? 
The world keeps yelling at us. You cannot do it. You do not have what it takes. You're not strong enough. You're not beautiful enough. Every time when we hear these voices, we start to think, perhaps I do not have what it takes. Perhaps I do not need to continue to try and make things to work because I do not have the strength. I do not have what it takes. But I want to tell you today, that is a lie from the devil. That is a lie of the enemy to try and discourage you. Because when you're discouraged like that, how can you ever go out and look to the Lord for strength? You don't need to do that because you just give up. But God has called us for more. Amen. God has called us to be in a place where we can depend on him. We can cry out to him and say, Lord, I need your strength. We are reminded in the Bible about the story of King David when they came back from the war and they arrived and their, their wives and children and all their livestock were taken by the enemy and he came and, and he was so in total disarray, total disaster for him. He was crushed. And the men, the Bible says that the men surrounded him because they wanted to stone him. They wanted to say, David, you took us to a war. Now we come back to nothing. Our wives and children have been taken. What else are we here for? You, we might as well just kill you. And the Bible says that David strengthened himself in the Lord. David strengthened himself in the Lord. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our keeper. The Lord is our sustainer, and he's the one that knows where you are now. He's the one who understands your condition. He's the one that you can cry out to, and perhaps you may not see the difference right now or tomorrow, but your call upon him will be responded to. It tells us that, that God is the one we can call upon, and we can ask him, and he will answer us. Call unto me, the Lord says, and I will answer you. And that is the heart of God for all of us today, that we may call upon his strength. And that's why we can say, Lord, be our strength. We can do it because you are our strength. This day, I would like to highlight just the four key things that you may apply in your life as you pursue to connect with the Lord. And these are very well-known things, but when you are lacking strength, you may feel that it's impossible to do those things. It's impossible to, to try and, and reach out because you feel like you don't have any more strength. So what do we do to connect to this strength, to, to tap into what God has for us, to tap into the strength so that we can do our daily chores, our daily responsibilities, face the day because we have his strength. What do we do to do this? What do we do to, to connect and receive God's strength? The first thing I would like to highlight for you is this, prayer, prayer. You need to be found praying. When we do not pray, we are disconnected from tapping into God's strength. How do, you, how do you connect with God when you are not praying? And I know that the world we live in, there's so much noise. I mean, you go into every single shop, 
for example, it's playing music. You you get into your car, the radio is on. When you are sitting at the queue or somewhere at, 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 at a bank or anywhere else, you take out your cell phone and you read through. And all those things are the things that are like the noise, you know, they are like the, the, the noise around us. And we do not actually have time to, to pray. But Jesus in the Bible as a whole shows us actually that prayer is critical in tapping into God's strength. Because prayer, it's us coming before the Lord, submitting ourselves to the Lord, declaring our dependency on him. And when we do that, God, in our weakness, the Bible says he is strong. Because in our weakness, when we accept, when we see that we cannot do it anymore, prayer is the first place to go to. When Jesus was about to be crucified, he didn't just hang out with the disciples for a little while. Jesus went on to pray. Why was it so critical for him to pray? Because he knew the only place for his strength, the ability to do what he needed to do, was found in the strength that the Lord will provide him with. And so if Jesus needed to pray so he can receive and connect into God's strength, how much more, how much more do you and I need the Lord's strength today? It has been so hectic in the last two years we know in our nation and with all the pandemic and, and all the economy issues and all the, the challenges we face as a nation. But in this time, I would like to encourage you Come before the Lord in prayer. We are guaranteed in Mark chapter 11, verse 24, that whatever that you ask for, believe that you've received it and it will be yours. Whatever that you ask for, what in prayer, believe you've received it and it will be yours. Is it strength you need today? Is it healing that you need today? Is it your business to grow that you need today? Is there a job you need? Is it a family uh, loved one that you, you, you want their lives to change, to come to know the Lord? What, what is it today that you need? What is it that you want to present before the Lord? What, what is it that, that you want to tap in and say, God, I need your strength today? The Lord's prayer tells us, give us this day our daily bread. Give us just today. That's all the strength you need. Now, where you are, is the strength that you need from the Lord. So, you want to tap into that strength that the Lord has for you. Prayer is the place to go. I encourage you, do not let distractions come your way. Allow time to be praying. I used to have a, a habit of when I get into the car to drive to work, I would get into the car and then I would put on a, a radio and I would just listen to the radio from, from home to work. It's about 25 minutes drive. And get back from work and go back home and I have the radio on again. And I felt the Lord saying to me, how about you, you change that and you, you play the word. So you play the Bible on, on your Bluetooth in your radio, in your car, on, in your car. And I said, Lord, you know, I, I've never thought of that. And I started to connect my, my, my phone with my radio and I was able to play the Bible in the car. And, I tell you, the transformation is huge. 
because it's just moved me from a place where I was just in this noise. And now I'm in a place where I'm hearing God's word. I'm able to pray the Lord's word for myself, for my loved ones, for those that I serve in the community and those that I, I lead. All those things started to really change because I started to focus on what the Lord was saying. Focus on the element of prayer. So if you want to tap into that strength, the first point is this. Make prayer a priority. Do not take it lightly. Prayer is key for us to draw strength from the Lord. The second thing I would like to highlight from this portion of scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The second point I would like to highlight is that for us to tap into God's strength, we need to be found in God's word. God's word is critical for us to know what the Lord says. It's so easy, isn't it, to think that we are praying the right prayers because of we, the way we feel. But the Bible always encourages us that we must pray and we must be speaking God's promises over our lives. We speak God's promise. What is, what is part of God's promise? Part of God's promise is the salvation, for example. It's that all who believe in Jesus and they give their lives to him, they are declaring that God is the one who leads them as king. He's the one who will take their lives through and he is the one they must look up to. And so when we read God's word, we can speak God's word in our circumstances. We can, we can depend and rely on God's word. Now there are quotes out there. There are good books. Great. But I can tell you, only the Bible is the book where it says it's God breathed because it's the word of God. It's life. It's, it's where we draw. It's like our food, our spiritual and our, and our soul food. It's in the word of God. And so I would like to encourage you, be in a place where you, you can read God's word more often. Perhaps instead of opening your social media account just to check who's doing what and checking out a, a WhatsApp status <laughs> of, of people, perhaps take that moment and open a Bible app and read the verse, verse of the day or, or read any other chapter in the Bible, but read something. Be in a place where you replace or you you, you, you substitute those habits of just reading news or playing a game or listening to something. Instead of that, read the word of God. It will not take a lot. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, start somewhere, but be found in God's word. Do not take it lightly that, ah, God knows what I need. God knows what I think. You need to know what God thinks because when we read the Bible, it actually reads us. It tells us who we should be, who God is, and where do we fit in with what God has for us. And so it's so critical for us to remember that when we are asking the Lord to be the one who leads us and who speaks into our world, we must always depend on what his word says. God will submit himself, the Bible says, under his word because he honors his word. And God is the one that carries you with his word 
He will carry you when you know what he's saying. When you see circumstances, you can speak God's word in it. And so I think it's so important that we do not just go through motions about what we think God is saying. Let us be intentional about reading God's word, listening to it, embracing it, applying it. And when that happens in our lives, we are transformed to be more and more like Jesus. And so prayer, that's the first point. The second point, it's the word of God. Be in the word of God. The third thing I would like to highlight is this. Not only must we be taping God's strength from prayer, not only must we be taping God's word and reading it and applying it in our lives, but also for us to get strength, we must be found in community, in community. What do I mean by being found in a community? When you are part of a church congregation or a, a church where you, 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 you worship the Lord with other believers, that environment, God says that it's a good environment to be because it allows you not to be isolated. You see, when you're isolated and when you're on your own, you may think, ah, no, I'm fine. No, I don't need anybody else. I have my Bible. I can pray at home. I can be with my kids. <laughs> I think I think we need to understand that to grow in your relationship with God deeper it happens in a community it ca- it happens in a, in a in a place where there's other believers other believers who can challenge the things that you may say and you may see them differently because somebody else was there to say I know what you are going through because I've gone through it. And I can share, this is how God did for me. I don't know what he wants to do for you, but this is how I did it. And you can learn from other believers. And so being part of a community is so critical. I know in the last while, there hasn't been a lot of too much gathering. And those that took place were quite small. But I encourage you, do not forsake the gathering of the brethren. Do not forsake not connecting and going to church and praying with other believers. There's there's an anointing in that environment that is so different than when you're alone with your family at home. You know, for me, uh, during the, the lockdowns in the last two years where we were not we were not able to go to, to church, I was always so challenged because I used to think, yo, I didn't know this is how much I need to be with other believers, to pray with me, to encourage me, to hear their testimonies on what God is doing, to get support when when I need somebody to pray with me. All those things are so, so critical because they help me to grow in my relationship with God when I engage with other believers. And so when I was stuck at home and I was there, I had this picture that that came to, to, to my mind and I was so blown away by this picture it was a picture of somebody you know who who was who was like you know they having food and they eat and they they're eating good nutritional food and they are looking good and they are enjoying their 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 meals and what they have and then there were there were there were other people who said no we don't want to eat any food anymore 
all that we're gonna eat and drink, it's just supplements. We're not gonna have solid food. We're only gonna have supplements, you know, like vitamins and minerals. We we don't eat. We don't need food because because minerals and vitamins they have enough for us. And I can tell you, <laughs> that picture just never left me because no matter how good the supplements, vitamins and minerals are, they can never replace solid food. And that is exactly what it means when we gather with other believers. When we come together as a community, that is exactly what it means. Being at home, worshiping alone, and just being alone on your own with your own Bible. Uh, <laughs> it's, like, it's like drinking supplements. They are good, but they can never replace. That's why they are called supplements. They add on to what you may miss in your food. And so it's critical that you are part of a community so that you do not miss what God has for you in that environment. And that is why prayer is good. The word is good. But also when we tap into God's strength, it's when we are part of a community of other believers. And that doesn't mean you come to church and nobody knows you are there and you leave. Ah, ah, that's not community. You might as well watch and listen at home. But when you come and you engage with other believers, when you greet others, when you hear other people's stories, when you are intentional about growing your relationship with others, when you are part of a community group in your area, when that happens, when you meet with other believers for prayer and you, you meet with other believers for Bible study, that is part of growing in community. And so prayer is important. The word of God is important. Being part of a community, a local church, it's also important. The fourth thing I would like to highlight from this, it's that we are called to serve others. When we serve others, we receive strength because sometimes when we look around and we do not see other people and their needs and we do not we only see ourselves we do not pay attention to the world around us the world can become very small because of it's all about us but God says that he has blessed us to be a blessing meaning that there is something that you have something that you know that can help someone else who are you saving right now who is the person that you can say, I'm trying to make a difference in this person's life? And that the world is not just about you. The world is about others that may need your assistance. And when you do it in the name of the Lord, Jesus told his disciples, it's, it's as if you are doing it for him. When you give a, a, a glass of water in his name, the Lord says that it will never be forgotten because anything done in his name for his kingdom will always come before the Lord. And so the question maybe is this, who are you saving? Who's, who are you trying to make a difference? Who are, you, who are you coming alongside and supporting and encouraging? Who are you praying for? who is not your family member and is not even in your circle, but, but you reach out to them in the name of the Lord because that is what we are called to be. When we see the Lord touch other people's lives through us, we are encouraged. We get his strength. We are seeing how God is changing lives and we think, man, 
God, if you can do this, definitely you can do it for me. And so you don't do it because you want God to necessarily do it for you. You do it so that you can see God move in other people's lives, so that your world is not so small that it's just you and your loved ones, but the world becomes big because you are making a difference in other people's lives. So who are you saving in this time? Who's making a difference in your lives? And you're thinking, man, you know, um, this person is touching my life and they are making a difference in my life. Who can I also go and make a difference in, in their lives? And so do not let out. Ask God to help you to see opportunities, places where you can serve. And that's, that is not in a big in a big way. That is not a big deal where you go, oh, I want to go into, you know, uh, I want to go to this country. I want to change this. I want to build schools. No, it's not about that. Sometimes just a, a, a kind a kind gesture of, of, of praying for somebody, not just telling them, I want to pray for you, but pray for them right there and, and, and speak God's word to them. And maybe somebody else that needs something that is a physical need that you can meet and it's within your means, please, by all means, do it. Don't let it pass by and think, ah, I don't think it's necessary. Otherwise, the world becomes about you. But God has called us to so much more. So in the next uh, three days or so, I would like to leave you with this challenge. What area in your life do you feel you need God's strength? What area in your life do you feel, if I, if I can just get God's strength in this area, I will be able to do what I need to do. And I want to pray that as you think about it, that you would go and you say, Lord, I need strength in this area. Whether it's, you know, in an area of your finances, your family, your loved ones, your, your community, your neighbor, wherever, your workspace, your study, every area where it touches your life, in your health, whatever it is, ask the Lord for that strength and see what the Lord will do when you apply a time of prayer, time in his word, being part of a community and saving others, I encourage you that you will really see him move in your life. Let us pray together. Father, I want to thank you that your word is truth. Your word is life. This morning, Father Lord, as we are saying yes to strength, let, let us be reminded that you've already provided us with all that we need in Christ Jesus. And that today we can say, Lord, help us in our need, in time where we are overwhelmed. Help us, Lord. And I want to pray and I want to encourage each one listening this day, listening to this and saying, Lord, wherever they are, let them say yes to your strength. Yes to you, to what you want to do in their lives. I pray, Lord, that their prayer lives would increase. Their time in the word would increase. They are their involvement in the community of other believers will increase. If it was not happening, that they would look which church they need to be part of because alone they cannot fully grow in their belief in God. But it's only when they grow with others that you cause it to even go deeper and transform their lives. I pray, Father, that it won't be just about them, but it will be about saving 
others. Others who are not family members only, but people that may need something that they are able to supply. I pray that it will be the case, Father, for all of us this day as we look to you and we're saying, God, it's your strength that we need because you are our sustainer, our keeper. Thank you, Father, for this time that we can spend together in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a blessed day and thank you so much for listening. Amen.